Hey, hey. What's and, up? And happy birthday. Sort of delayed. <laughs> <laughs> About a week. Yeah, yeah. But uh, welcome to our final, for now, uh, Developer Diary. Yes. Part four. And, um, yeah, we are going to uh, not talk a whole lot during the show. Instead of giving you clips, we are going to play our pilot episode. Yes, and before you, you know, before you tune out, the way, you know, and just be like, you know, I heard this already, or for the new listeners, just, you know, like, probably wondering, well, I already have it in my feed. Not quite. Um, this is the pilot redux, you know, yeah. we're going to jump in and out of this thing and really give you, um, you know, re- really give you the commentary as this thing is going along, you know? Yeah. We're going to, uh, interject with some of the things that we, like I said, some of the things we got wrong, some of the things, um, just, just sort of explain our process and how we got started this first episode and. Yeah. And speaking of stuff we got wrong, um, I wanted to mention something back from that. Uh, uh, I'm actually skipping over not uh, not Developer Diary three, but Developer Diary two. When we were talking about the video games, um, I guess in episode two, you know, which you know, a- after we post these things, you know, a few days later, we'll always repost the uh, the corresponding episodes and kind of refer people back to them. But if you listen to episode two in full. You heard me talk about the Michael Jackson's Moonwalker game, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, and and we used to have a blog post to kind of cover what we did right or wrong or whatever, and just other info. But you know, we don't get paid to do the show, so it's just a little too much damn work. Uh, but also, eh, I think we just we just kind of got out of it. You know, it's like eh, yeah, well, we're, we we can we can talk about these things on the show. We don't need to uh, do blog posts, you know, whatever. But but uh, anyway, I said it back in the blog post that dealt with that episode, but uh, I was talking about the Michael Jackson's Moonwalker game, and <laughs> because I actually went back and listened to the episode myself, I'm like, man, I remember that thing all wrong. Like, I said it has CD quality music, like the actual instrumentals, and no, it didn't. It's all MIDI's. In fact, it's Sega. It's a Sega soundboard too, so it's very farty. Uh, <laughs> You know, just like a Genesis, if you remember that. And I said that he used trackball controllers, and I don't know where the hell I got that from. I must have been riding with Quentin that day when I was thinking about that. No, it just had regular uh, joysticks. But other, uh, but uh, other than that, it was all the same. You know, you still put the two coins in, and it still goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um. While we're on the topic of stuff uh, that we forgot to mention, also want to go back to uh, Developer Diary 3 mm-hmm. when we were talking about um, uh, Sesame Street and stuff. Um, if if you went back and listened to the actual episode 5 in, instead of just our our clips, which um, actually was funny because after I got the edit all done and I, I sent it to John to post it, he started giving me shit. Well, how come you didn't put this clip in there? And I was like, man, it's like a movie trailer. You, you can't give everybody all the good parts 
Because then, then they won't go back and listen to the whole thing. They won't go back and watch the movie if you spoil the ending in the trailer. Yeah, and I, I, and I, <laughs> I told Rats report that. I'm like, yeah, I guess I get what you're saying. I guess I was thinking more for the people who, you know, because inevitably some people aren't going to go back and listen. No. Which I, I totally, you know, but, you know, for all of you, if you do, if you don't, you're missing out. Because those two episodes, especially, the, uh, oh my God. Yeah, but uh, they're lost. Cause those two episodes... You need there's a lot of gems in there. Yeah, because there's one part that you you were asking about that why didn't I put in there about these two characters? <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't I don't want to do it just because you need to go back and listen yourself. So you know, listen yourself. You'll know what part I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and I actually alluded to uh, you know to to that uh when I reposted episode five and five point five on the uh, on the Facebook. Twitter when I said, uh, you know, if you want to know what happened before that laugh break, well, you're going to have to listen to the whole episode because <laughs> yeah. it ain't in here. Yeah, but um, also, if, if you did go back and listen to it, uh, you heard at the beginning, of, well, towards the beginning of the show, you know, we introed what we were going to talk about <laughs> and and I played the theme to, to Sesame Street. And about halfway through, you heard Mr. T go, it's cool. <laughs> and, you know, if, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know, and you listen all the way through, um, you know, we always have a song at the end. And then at after the song, I always put a little stinger at the end. Um, sometimes it's pertaining to, to the topic that we were talking about. Uh, sometimes it's just a Mr. T quote. And that It's Cool was supposed to go at the end of the Sesame Street episode. <laughs> and I don't know what happened to it. Somehow I dropped it right in the middle of the song. And, you know, in the course of editing, it, I just didn't see it. You know, that I, I had misplaced it. And I think in the end I ended up using a different stinger at the end of episode uh, 5.5 yeah, just because I was like man I thought I pulled a stinger for this but I guess I didn't so I pulled something else and I didn't listen to it after I got the whole edit done I sent it to Illy and he he texted me back he's like oh man that, that, that uh, Mr. T quote in the middle of the song is great I was dying <laughs> listen I, was like, I go playing it back we get to our little uh, you know our little opening salvos the song kicks in and it was pitch fucking perfect the thing goes to where the air is sweet Mr. goes it's cool <laughs> and I'm like that's something cause that's totally something that you would do Jay so I'm like I thought he did that on purpose and he's like what that's there that shouldn't be there I'm like don't you th- hey do not change it do not change it yeah cause e- even after I finished the edit I guess I didn't listen all the way through because I would have caught him taking it out <laughs> but <laughs> He oh, he said that text like that. At, it's cool. It's fun. I was like, wait, what is cool? What are you talking about? I didn't use that. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you did. Oh, and I listened to it again. Me. I was like, oh fuck. It's one of the greatest mistakes ever. <laughs> um, and a couple other things about uh, episode five that we forgot to mention in Developer Diary three. Um, in episode five, I talked about um. A documentary that had recently just come out about Kevin Clash and his time being Elmo, and yeah, it, 
and 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 sorry to sorry to uh, interrupt here, but uh, the very first episode of I Mini the Fool, which is actually episode zero, when we were talking about uh, Christmas stuff, I actually was saying that I actually just gone and watched it. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, <laughs> you'll see my reactions to uh, to it in that episode too. If you're yeah. so inclined to go back and listen to that, but uh, anyway, man. Yeah, but we didn't touch because. Also, at the same time, not too long after, or too long before we recorded that episode, um, Kevin Clash got in some trouble yep. and ended and again, up having yeah, having to retire. So. And yes. you know that topic we didn't touch, we didn't make jokes about it. We said, you know, stuff happened. There's allegations. We moved on. I but I did say you have to go onto Netflix and watch this movie because even if you're not a fan of Elmo. Uh, and the movie is called called uh, uh, Being called? Elmo. Yeah, Being Elmo. It's called Being Elmo. Even if you're not a fan of Elmo, and maybe you're not a fan of Kevin Clash after those allegations came out, but there, it does give you a sort of behind the scenes look at the workings of Sesame Street once he gets to working there, because it is a documentary of how Kevin Clash started with puppetry. Uh, his jobs before he got on at, at Sesame Street, uh, while he worked at Sesame Street, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff with the sets, uh, even in the in the Muppet Lab or Creation Room, whatever they call it, you know, where where they put the the Muppets together. Yeah, you know, and it's just interesting background stuff. Uh, what I forgot to mention in Developer Diary Three was that a, a new movie is coming out. I believe it was at at uh, con like last month. Um, it's not out in theaters yet, I don't think. But it is called "I Am Big Bird," and it is the documentary for Carol Spiney, who who has been playing Big Bird since the beginning. He's still oh, playing Big Bird. That's badass. Uh, he's playing Big Bird and Oscar. I actually, you know, and he has not stopped. And, That's awesome. Yeah, and you know he's in that suit, and you know, it, it's a spectacular thing because you think, oh well, I can be, you know, in a suit. That's not that great. But you have to think that his head, Carol Spidey's head, is about breast level in Big Bird, and his arm is lifted above his head. To work the mouth up in Big Bird's head, and he's got to be like that for you know four or five hours a day, you know, for shooting. He's got to have arms of fucking you know steel to be able to <laughs> hold his hand up that that long, you know, and, and doing know, all those right? movements and singing and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy, man. What, is that out yet? Or uh, no, it's coming out. It's coming out um, as we talk, I will look up the release date, but. Um, yeah, there's one other thing you wanted to mention. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm definitely interested in that. I didn't know about that. Um, so, yeah, Carol's money. Don't get in any kind of trouble that, that would make it weird, uh, like what happened to the other movie. But, uh, um, yeah, the other thing was, well, and we talked about it in the episode, but not in the developer diary. But I just wanted to bring up the whole uh, aspect of the imaginary uh, Snuffleupagus. Hmm, yeah. Because you remember that. I don't. You know, I think they had changed it by the time I, you know, by the time 
I was old enough to remember any of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Snuffy used to be imaginary. Well, you know, they he was Big Bird's friend. He only came around when Big Bird was around, and then when other people would come around, he disappeared. And so everybody thought he was making it up. Even though he'd be like, no, it's happened. I swear he's here. And, you know, but, you know, won't believe him. And the reason why it was changed is actually kind of dark. And it's because they don't want kids to believe that, or, you know, they don't, they don't want kids to think that it's okay for them to say something happened or, you know, whatever, and have no one believe them. In particular, victims of sexual abuse or any other kind of abuse, you know. They, you know, they don't want kids, you know, because what, what do they always do? You know, adults try to cover it up. Oh, that didn't happen. You know, they didn't want that point to be driven home by Sesame Street. So that's why they that's what that's the ultimate reason why they changed that. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, good for them. But, yeah, I just remembered, you know, when you said stuff used to be imaginary and then or you thought to be imaginary and then they changed it eventually. I just thought, OK, that was just a story arc or something like that. But no, it went deeper than that. <laughs> Yeah, and and kudos to them for being, you know, sort of ahead of the curve. Yeah. You know, and I, I always think Sesame Street kind of was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, in a lot I, of ways. Ahead of the curve when it came to social issues, you know. Yes. And I, I just looked it up. I Am Big Bird actually came out May 6th, and it is available to watch now on Google Play and Amazon. So All it's right. only 7 bucks. so go and get it. And it, the the trailer I will post on our Facebook page, and Bob is in it, <laughs> and Bob's looking old. Yeah, my mother would be very um very disappointed to see Bob show up. My mother hated Bob. I, I said so in that episode, but yeah, he, you know, and one of the main reasons why I said why, but. You know, there was one particular segment. Do you remember when he was teaching a violin class? <laughs> and they started playing a song called Practice, Practice, Do It Again. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I got to find that clip. But, I mean, it's a really stupid song. My mom, it drove my mom nuts. <laughs> like, why? I, why? Why am that particular? She's like, oh, this is a stupid song. Why? <laughs> All this is telling kids to practice, and she's like, "It's a stupid song, though." It's practice, practice, do it again. And you know what's funny is that every once in a while, like when we're talking about, uh, you know, like family gatherings or whatever, or we're just over there visiting, it's either my sister or myself will bring that up once in a while, and she'll still get pissed off. I'm like, God, I hate, I hate, I hate Bob. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, so, um, uh, anything else we got uh, to sweep up before we get into this? I think. Let me pull up our handy dandy doc here. Um, no, I think that's it. So let's let's actually know what before we do. This isn't on the docket, but I do want to mention this. Um, I happened to go on to our iTunes uh, page today just to you know see what's going on and we do have another five star review oh awesome uh, and by the way hey uh just just inside baseball here yo give me the itunes login uh info because i can't i i can never see the login of that death cakes uh i itunes anymore okay yeah i'll, I'll give it yeah. to you off the air yeah but um yeah, it, yeah we actually got it uh on may 19th and i'm sorry i didn't catch it and read it during developing developer diary sooner but uh, it's from our boy Mel Weezy 
All right. Brings me back to my childhood. The feels. Uh, <laughs> that's the title. He says they really know their 80s, 90s nostalgia. They rep retro to death. Quotation, or um, parentheses, cakes. <laughs> ah. They're, they're funny and their music and discussions are on point. Where else can you hear... Kiwi Herman talk one episode, then Red Sonia the next. A very diverse podcast. <laughs> Don't miss an episode. Def, one of my favorites. So, uh, again, thank you, Mel Weezy from the Geekly Podcast, who you definitely also need to check out. Because yes. where we do nostalgia, they do uh, modern comics, video games, uh, movies, and tech. And, you know, it's a great show. Yes, and also, uh, doesn't he have a, uh, an offshoot podcast? Yeah, uh, he, he does. He's got an all-comic show with, um, I'm blanking on his name, uh, Jay Coleman. Oh, Super Coleman. Yeah, Super Coleman called Comic Craze. Yeah, and I still, you know, apologies, fellas, I still have not gotten around to checking that out, but, uh, I mean, it, it's on deck. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, that little business out of the way. Let's talk about our very first episode. Alright, so, um, well, I guess let's take it back to, I, I know we've, we've, we've done this before as far as, you know, in past episodes, you know, just as far as it's just why we got into it and how, but, uh, you know, this is Developer's Diary, so, you know, for, for the sake of it, let's, let's talk about it again. I mean, uh, I knew for a long time, you know, actually, uh, shout out to, uh, Dead Pixel Live, Derek Age, Derek Hopkins, uh, was in Virginia at the time, now he's out in LA doing his thing over at All Games, uh, network, uh, shout out to All Games, in fact, but I listened to podcasts before, but that was the first one I listened to where I was like, this is awesome, because it's just a guy who's just like anybody else, and just what he does is just cool, I, you know, now, now, his show is something different from what we do, obviously. And just, uh, one of the reasons I listen to him is just cause his, the way his mind works and his banter is just, it's amazing. And his interaction <laughs> with other people. But I remember actually wanting to be on that show. I actually called in a couple of times. One time I was on a vacation, you know, and, uh, I've been on a couple episodes of it just as a guest, you know, just as a, you know, as a call in guest. <laughs> but, uh, I knew from I, I wanted to be on that show. I knew I wanted a podcast at some point. Didn't know what what about. I just knew it one one day I want to have a podcast. Okay, that was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Um, and I want to say that uh, you know Jay, you know obviously you're 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 a huge listener of uh, a lot of podcasts yourself, and uh, we talk all the time. You know, texts or what have you, and. Uh, you know, we're always talking about, oh, you should check out this podcast, or hey, have you heard of this? Because, or send each other episode links and stuff like that. And, um, oh, I just remember at one point, uh, we, we got into, um, well, there was a couple of episode, episodes of, uh, shows like How Did This Get Made and We Hate Movies that we, that we got into. But, uh, there's a certain one we want to talk about. Like, we wanted to talk about Meteor Man. Like, we wanted them to do Meteor Man and no one would do it. Yeah, I think that was really sort of the the genesis because we, we sent requests in to We Hate Movies and How Did This Get Made, you know, do Meteor Man because yeah. we thought it was a fucked up movie and we, we wanted to hear, you know, skilled 
comedians and you know podcasters do it and um they never would and actually you can hear a couple there's a couple of We Hate Movie episodes where they reference several times that they've gotten requests for Meteor Man, but they just couldn't find the humor. They, they, they couldn't, there wasn't enough there for them to make jokes of. Yeah, they just found it too boring and they just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Um, and, but, but I will shout out, you know, I mean, they haven't said when. <laughs> you know, it could happen tomorrow, it could happen several years from now if they're still doing the show, but shout out to uh, Black on Black Cinema. Who just name dropped that 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 very movie in their most recent uh, preview episode, saying that uh, you know, kind of said it in passing. You know, uh, one of these days we're we're unfortunately gonna have to do Meteor Man, <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of got off a little tangent about that. So yeah, that's at least that one's coming. At least you know, I know they'll 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 hold it down. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing because no one else has seemed to have done it. I think we've fallen on the sword for everybody else but um but even before that i mean me and you i i honestly i can pinpoint it going all the way back to like the summer of 1995 like the day class let out um your mom you you and your mom you came you know you were in town and it started you know as a visit which turned into uh me and my brother going back with you for like two weeks <laughs> and uh you had just bought tapes of Fat Albert. Oh and so yeah. we were sitting on the couch watching Fat Albert and all of a sudden we started reminiscing about all this old cartoons and stuff like Turbo Teen and and just, you know, some of the stuff you heard us talk about on the show before, you know. And I think from then on that kind of became our thing, you know, just forever, just going forward. Always trying to outdo each other on just shit that we remembered from back then. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, as the internet became what it was, I mean, it was a lot easier to, to find those things to sort of spark those memories. And, um, it, it was, it, yeah, like I said, it, it, it really just sort of uh, became our talking point. You know, yeah. oh, hey, remember that? Or, or, you know, I just bought this you know, remember this show or remember this song or I can't find this song anywhere. And, you know, mm-hmm. and that, and yeah, but then, um, okay. So back to this whole wanting to talk about meteor man is like, you know, we want to talk about super Mario brothers movie. And at that point, no other shows had done it, but, uh, I think we finally <laughs> went over that those past couple of years. Uh, now I think everybody's done it by now. So that's why we haven't, but, uh, um, and we had a couple other points we wanted to talk about. We had these ideas. It's like, okay, we really still don't really have a format for a podcast. And then it just kind of hit us, well, hell, we talk about, you know, old memories all the time. Why we make a show about that? These are conversations we have anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, well, you know, instead of texting back and forth, let's, you know, let's make a podcast because surely everyone else wants to know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, but, but seriously, it was like you know, you know, we remember this stuff, and you know, I, I bring stuff up to my wife or my friends, and they don't remember, you know, half yeah. the stuff I remember. Yeah, my wife too, and you know, that's one of the reasons why. And I, you know, I will have her on on an episode here sooner or later. 
But one of the reasons why she hasn't is because, you know, we're actually five years apart in age. But also my memory goes back a lot further further than hers does. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, let's say I remember stuff from maybe three or four years old. If, you know, by the time she was three or four years old, we're already in the, you know, the early 90s. And the stuff she she even doesn't remember from back then. So, uh, you know, so... Yeah, a retro memories podcast. Yeah, it doesn't really do us a lot of good, does it? <laughs> but yeah. uh, so that's why she hasn't been on. But there's been a couple things, uh, a couple topics that uh, she would like to get in on whenever we got around to them. So you know, that's why she hasn't been uh, on these episodes. But yeah, I mean, um, even my sister, who is only we're only a year apart, even she doesn't remember some of this shit. Yeah. So you know, I said. I, I don't remember who initially said, "Hey, we should start a podcast." But we just started talking about it and started. It was you because was you said, "Yeah," because um, it was with the Media Man and the and the Super Mario Brothers. We kept requesting, and no one would do it. And he said, "You know, we should just do our own podcast and do it." Yeah, but I, you I know, think I actually just said it as a goof. But then it it started to gain some traction, and we started, you know, really sort of thinking about it. And yeah, because then we started writing out all these points. But see, while all that's going on, see this whole these conversations of ours and these outdoing each other with with with, with retro stuff still was going on. It still hadn't ended, you know what I'm no, saying? Uh, so 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 like like you heard back in uh in the last developer diary when when we were talking about the Gimme Five song and how he sent it to me, you know all that shit's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like this is you know months and months before we even sat down to record an episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, a lot of stuff ends up in the show because of conversations that we had. Or, you know, thank God for YouTube because, you know, YouTube gives us a tangible proof that certain things are out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so we go back and find it and then send it to each other. And like, oh, shit, I forgot all about that. You know, with this, 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 all those kind of moments like that. Yeah. And, and. I don't remember when it came out, but um, you know, if if you're a fan of the show, you know that I I am a fan of a, a particular indie artist from Phoenix, uh, Random, aka Megaran. Is and, he from Phoenix? I thought he's from. Well, Philly. He, he's from Philly, but he lives in Phoenix now. Oh, okay. Um, but um, you know, since, since I'm a fan, I you know, follow him on Facebook and one day it was 2012, I guess he had put up a link said, Hey, I'm on, I'm on this, uh, song with my, my friend, Doug funny, check out the big kid remix. So I turned it on and I heard the, the, uh, first part of the song. It was that, that (laughs) line from, from the Toys R Us commercials. Mommy, wow, I'm a big kid. No, it's not Toys R Us. No, it's no, a, it's a, a diaper it's, commercial. Yeah, pull-ups. It's pull-ups. Yes, a pull-up <laughs> commercial. And, you know, there's that, Mommy, wow, I'm a big kid now. And, you know, I listened to the song, but then I immediately set, sent the link to to you, Illy, and I was like, we have a theme song now. <laughs> and, and that's when the podcast really sort of solidified. It, it became more of... Of yeah, we should do, do a podcast. Well, what would what would we do about? It? How do we do it? You know, and then I heard that song. And I was like, "This is the theme song." Yes, 
and you already heard us talk about it you know we we wanted to have music in it so yeah you know that was the music yeah so so that that was a big catalyst and then we started looking at okay we're gonna do this now for real how do we do it (laughs) yeah you know um so just going off of what i know see i didn't know a whole lot about how to host the podcast but i knew how to record it because again i listen to a lot of the shows uh a lot of you know most of the shows i listen to are independently done you know mm-hmm. if i say like you know people like me and you doing shows most you know majority of my podcasts are not professional shows it's people like us you know so they're always using garage band which i don't have a mac computer because fuck mac computers and uh audacity like okay well they recorded in audacity and i knew about um you know and they do it on skype if they're not in the same you know in the same house or the same uh city you know even so like, okay well that's how we do it and like well how do we record that how how do we record uh the skype conversation uh so we got a couple Skype recorders. One was called Pamela, which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, and so we actually, well, on the first episode, we actually had two two recorders going at once. Mm-hmm. Two, or two recording processes, I should say. One was Pamela, which is a Skype call recorder. And um, I'll just tell you right now, the sound quality on that, it, it was ass. You know, it was, it was very... Um, it's very tinny. It's very a lot of distortion, and it did not account for the audio delay. I mean, it was it, it just sounded it sounded bad. Um, there's always like this, you know, one and a half, two second delay that just threw everything off. Like you you know, so that wasn't good. But then we had something else. I forgot what it was. Where I'm recording your side of the audio and you're recording mine. Yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened. I don't either, but that's um which after that happened you know and so so that's why in this this episode which we're gonna get into in a second i'm you know yeah we uh, will get there yeah yeah (laughs) we're getting right into it um the reason why i think you know there's a little bit the sound quality differs like just by leaps and bounds between like uh that episode you know episode one and episode two because we're like, you know, wait a minute. Why don't we? I record myself. Why are we recording each other over the web, inviting problems and distorting our quality? Why don't you record yourself and I record myself and then merge it that way, like they're supposed to do double enders? And we said, no, oh, okay, we'll do that. And we've gone that way ever since. But if you notice, like, you know, that's why the sound quality sounds very, it's kind of lo fi. Mm-hmm. And our, our voices sound like maybe a pitch higher than they really are in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to when you listen to the other ones yeah yeah, yeah. but again that, that was our first and, and man it took me I mean now if, if I'm not distracted and I'm not recording or I'm not editing while I'm at work <laughs> don't tell nobody but, uh, <laughs> if, if I'm not distracted and I've got everything sort of prepped I can knock out an edit in 45 minutes half an hour yeah, you are the master yeah, of the master. But at at the beginning, it would take me an hour because I, you know, I just didn't know what I was doing. It, no, it took me more now. It took, it took me like two hours of just trial and error. And what if I do this? Oh no, that doesn't work. Yeah, you know, it took me forever to to edit this first episode. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. Get it poppin'. Mommy, wow! I'm a big kid now. So, now how far back would you say you can actually remember back to? I don't know, maybe three, four. Well, I don't even remember that far back. I remember more images than more than uh, you know, actual stuff going on. Right, right, Dad. Me too. Me too. You know, I, um, you know, people always say you don't have such a good memory, but I mean, I don't think my memory is any different from anyone else's. You know, I think certain triggers or like certain things, I'll just like kind of. Um, like I can say like if I could put a year on it or like a, an age I could probably say maybe age 4 but yeah. then I remember stuff from like maybe age 3 or even 2 you know just at yeah. random like 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 I remember an old apartment we had that had mice in it and shit you know and I was in a I was in a wheel I was in a, um, a, a high chair <laughs> not a wheelchair, a wheelchair. <laughs> no I'm not disabled man I was in a high chair you know what I'm saying and that's I mean I had to be pretty little to remember that you know yeah so but yeah I remember that apartment pretty vi- pretty vividly I remember Incredible Hulk being on TV on this little black and white TV we had yeah and that I mean that's the whole part of this show really is triggers remembering shit exactly exactly you know one thing I really loved you know about today if there's YouTube because YouTube oh, has God like, bless YouTube man I'm telling you like not everything but like 98% of everything is up there because I'm telling you I remember shit that like people you know my age like grew up with me you know if, you know my sister even you know who's right there I, you know I swear to God she was right there when this stuff was on TV or you know a commercial or a song or whatever and she won't have any recollection of it you know but I'm like no this happened yeah. I'm so you know I know it happened you know <laughs> And then one of these days, I look on YouTube, like, aha, you know, visual confirmation and, you know, everything. I can send it to somebody and, you know, maybe they remember it or maybe it's like, oh, I do remember that. You know, once you see the picture or, you know, or or, or hear it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's like, it's like sometimes I'll have something and it'll be like a dream. It's like, did, did I remember seeing, seeing on Sesame Street? Did I remember seeing them singing about the number five? <laughs> no, no. And then you find on YouTube. And then I go right to you and I send you the link. You know what? I'll tell you something about that, man. I'll tell you. I remember that song too, but I remembered it differently. I I thought that was a real song. <laughs> like, I remember the Gimme Five, Gimme Five, you know, but I thought that was a song. I didn't remember that being on Sesame Street. You sent me the link. And as soon as I saw the description, you know, and the song kicked in like oh that was it this was from sesame street okay now i get it you know yeah yeah and what song is that you have to wait <laughs> people out there in podcast land you'll just have to wait that's oh, coming yeah, soon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we gotta you know, we can do a whole episode on that one song or you know <laughs> oh lord but uh you know another thing you know i told you um was it yesterday or today you know i said i could I wanted to try and throw you for a loop. Mm-hmm. I had something in mind I'd been sitting on for about a week or so. Uh-oh. 
Muppet Babies and Monsters. Do you remember that? I remember Muppet Babies. Aha! See? Alright, that's another one. Muppet Babies and Monsters. That's another thing where I'm telling you, like, I swear this happened. I swear this happened. Okay. Do you remember the en- the, the the ending credits? Of Muppet Babies? From Muppet Babies? Yeah. Do you remember, like, the they had a song? It was just a refrain of the of the regular theme, wasn't it? Uh, originally it was. It started out that way, but then they came out with another they came out with another ending, like another end credit to it. I don't and, know. See, yeah, okay, and she I remember me. So, Yeah, see I was like God, when did Muppets, Muppet Babies come out? Was that 85? Uh, it was right after Muppets in Manhattan because I think that's what gave him the idea because there's that one scene where Miss Piggy imagined them as, as babies. Right, right. And that's where the whole idea came from. You know, a quick aside, I think I saw it in theaters but I have not seen it ever again since. Muppets Tech Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, man. Well, I got kids so I've seen it on my <laughs> is it on Netflix? Uh-uh. We got the DVD. Okay. It, it was one of the NC. Target $5 specials, you know. Right, right. Okay, well, all right. So back to what I was saying. So, okay, so 84, 85, right around that time period. Okay, so I was I had, I had, was either three or four years old, maybe even five years old if it was 86. But Muppet Babies had been on a Saturday morning cartoon. And then I remember one day there was a there was an episode of it where they changed the intro and it was singing Muppet Babies and Monsters and it had uh, uh like it's like another show built into it where like it would switch back and forth between animated Muppets and the you know the Muppets themselves you know the the puppets the the Muppets you know mm-hmm. which I no one remembers ever happening and I I swear I swear it happened you know and then that that end credit was like this constant reminder like haha you know this happened you know <laughs> no one remembers it but you but this, <laughs> this happened you know? taunting and you I swear to god I, you know but no one knew what I'm talking about okay so enter YouTube just one day at random I'm like you know what I'm looking that up and sure enough there was a show it was called Little Muppet Monsters and it was only on for about three episodes that's why no one remembers it oh yeah I'm on I'm on the internet bible right now Wikipedia Muppet <laughs> Baby started September 15, 1984. Okay. So and I was three years old. Yeah, you weren't too far off. And then, where did I see it? Muppet, Little Muppet Monsters. Yeah, for a brief run in second season, program became Muppets, Babies, and Monsters, with a second yeah. half hour show dedicated to a new show, Jim Henson's Little Muppet Monsters. Yes. And it was, it, it, and I remember it. It was like the the theme song was like Muppet Babies and Monsters, and that's the theme song they used for the ending for the rest of that show's run. You know, I don't remember this now, at all. Yeah, <laughs> the crazy right? It looks like now. First of all, I mean, Jim Henson. Now he he they they said when I, I read the, the Wikipedia entry, you know, back then too, and it said that the show wasn't really up to snuff. They hadn't really thought it through, so he pulled it. He himself actually told the networks, you know, told the company, you know, pull this. It's not good. We're not going to do it. Wow. But yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, maybe we need to do an episode when we watch like part of that or something like that. Cause I haven't even, I watched a little clip of it back when I looked it up, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's like, but you know, for Jim Henson to say that, I mean, yeah, let's, let's, let's be, let's be honest. Jim Henson was high as hell. 
I mean, he created Fraggle Rock for the love of God. Yeah, yeah. So um, already, you guys, you're hearing in this episode that we really don't have a topic. Um, and that was kind of the point. This episode really, when we sat down and recorded, it really wasn't so much intended to be. This is our episode one. Let's do it. That's why, you know, there's no opening. There's no intro. We don't, we, we even forgot to even introduce ourselves. Yeah. We which, just, yeah. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Well, I was going to say, which is, you know, sort, sort of how we decided to start it was just start mid conversation hit record and then we would go and it was uh, a f- uh, I guess formats the right word I don't know it's a format that we we were thinking about sticking with and sometimes we do it sometimes we don't but I you know now we we always introduce the show introduce ourselves and that kind of stuff but yeah but uh yeah I mean that's so that's what happened there and then, again we didn't really have a topic this was just giving you a context of who we are what better way to introduce ourselves and really get to know you know kind of where our memories even lie at you know than just going right into the memories and so yeah and that's just also, throwing stuff out there yeah and that also was the birth of the death cakes question which is you know um what's the first thing you remember about yes. so-and-so mm-hmm. topic, whatever the topic is. Exactly. You know, how far back do you remember? You know, what do you remember first about this? You know, what's your first exposure to this? You know, that was the question and mm-hmm. that's been it ever since, you know? Um, and so again, with this just randomly flowing conversation, I brought up um, Muppet Babies and Monsters because again, like I said, thank God for YouTube because this gives you evidence of stuff that existed and it drove me crazy for decades <laughs> that no one remembered this and I mean no recollection at all everybody looked at me like I was nuts I'm like I didn't dream this up and you know we'll, we'll play the joint right here hi uh, uh, a tug monster here welcoming you to uh, uh- <laughs> Now see, and that instrumental was used at the end, like the I think the first season or at least the first half of season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first season of Muppet Babies just used an instrumental of their opening theme. But yeah. after that, going forward, they use an instrumental of that, this Muppet Babies and Monsters thing. And it was like taunting me for the rest of my life. <laughs> like winking at me like, hey, you're the only one who remembers this. Every, every time he comes on, you're gonna play it. He's gonna, he's gonna remind you. And I just, it, it, it drove me nuts. And then finally, one day on YouTube, I said, you know what? I'm looking that up because it just hit me one day. I'm looking it up, and sure enough, there it was. <laughs> yeah. See, now you know how I feel about uh, 
that crisscross song, but I can't find it. <laughs> uh, it's got to turn up one of these days, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, let's uh, jump back into the episode. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to be on something quick. I mean, I, you know, I have, a, I have a saying, and most people know it. I always say, you know, Coke is big in the 80s. You know, because if you look at a lot of these shows, man, they cannot have been fueled by anything but Coke. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, but, you know, it, it, and, and, and Fraggle Rock, I mean. It, yeah, Fra- yeah, that was, he was high. <laughs> he started talking about the environment. <laughs> and yeah, like. <laughs> started talking about the environment. Yeah, man. And we got to have these hippie little gremlins, man. <laughs> I always thought it was funny that one guy's name was Boober. Like, do that on purpose. You know we did on purpose. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest, right now, um, that one little that trash heap thing that used to come out of the leaves. What? The- <laughs> you remember that thing? Yes. What the hell was it, man? What was it, the name of that? It was the heap. It was the great heap. It was just the heap. Oh, the great heap. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Scared yeah. the hell out of me. I hated. I hated. Uh, Breaking leaves too, because in that pod, <laughs> and all my friends be jumping in the leaves and stuff. You know, you, you make a big pile of leaves and you jump in it. Uh uh-uh. uh. I just uh, like watching it. And then what was the. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I had, you know, Fraggle. I mean, I remember the show, I remember it being on, but it's a little bit before my time. I mean, I was still, I mean, hell, I was, you saw how young I was when Muppet Babies came out. Mm-hmm. Fraggle Rock before Muppet Babies are believe right um i don't know i don't know all right well i'll, I'll give me that but I, just remember, I don't remember seeing a whole lot of it i remember seeing you know episodes i recognize it you know i know it i know i've seen it yeah you know, theme it, thing. yeah it started out on um on hbo wow uh, well there you go didn't, see that's another so, thing see we didn't have we didn't have cable yeah i'm pretty sure yeah. it did HBO really? I thought so. Yeah, Fred Rock was produced by a British television company, Canadian Broadcast Corporation, and U.S. pay TV service uh, HBO Home Box Office. There you go. Yeah, it, it was on HBO, and I remember we had HBO in the early days. Yeah, see, we didn't have any of that, man. You know, any kind of cable at my grandmother's house you know we you know my parents you know we we didn't have cable until like the night until the 90s you know yeah so um a lot of the studio nickelodeon you know everything i was watching my grandmother's house you know i remember seeing all that stuff over there but not definitely not hbo so i don't know how i end up watching fraggle rock at all i don't well whenever you come over to my house ah maybe watch it maybe i remember that all right but I mean, our cable company was weird. We had HBO, but I don't remember having Nickelodeon or any of those stations until maybe, I don't know, the 90s. Oh, man. So you missed out. Wait a minute. A second ago, uh, just to backtrack a little bit, you said Fraggle Rock was produced by a British or by a British or Canadian? Uh... It, it was by three companies. It was a British television company called Television South. Uh, CBC, right. the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, and HBO. Because you know what's funny, man? And you talk about Nickelodeon. Now I remember Nickelodeon in the 80s, man. You know, 
I want to say a good 70% or not more than that was all Canadian like and I'm talking about weird shit like you ever heard of pinwheel vaguely I vaguely remember it and honestly I remember watching it at your grandma's house yeah well they <laughs> <laughs> pinwheel was bizarre you know what maybe we'll have to do an episode on pinwheel one day because I mean I remember it had I mean I just remember it is a huge like it's kind of like the Adams family's house to be honest with you it was this big mansion place and all these weird puppet things like I mean it wasn't the Jim Henson Muppets though it wasn't it wasn't them you know so it wasn't anybody I recognized I don't really remember too many names I remember I remember a bunch of claymation worm things and mm-hmm. you know a bunch of these little sh- cartoon shorts and you know all these shorts were like very British in nature I remember uh, uh, there was a little cartoon named Bod B-O-D I remember that. Yeah, yeah. They taught they it was on there. It was part of Pinwheel where he's, you know, they showed the shorts on there and they had um where, you know, he would say stuff like or he would be walking his dog or whatever and he'd say he had his dog on his lead. Like what is it was a lead? What what are you talking about? They don't they don't say that over here. They say it in, in, in England, you know? Right. So all these shows are very English and Canadian, you know, you know, a lot of British stuff is in Canada anyway. So I mean, That's I, okay, we're we're British. We know these things. due to history yeah um not good no go ahead man oh no 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 so um pinwheel i remember i it it was you know again it was was like an acid trip of a show man but i just remember watching a lot of that and then uh there'd be a point somewhere in the show where they would cut away they do uh they would do paddington bear yeah i remember Remember paddington yeah, yeah, Paddington. Now I'm not. You know, for some of these people out here that might be listening, they might remember the cartoons that were on, like, was that Family Channel or something in yeah, the '90s? Yeah, uh, Paddington was like a it was stop, like stop motion. motion animated. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a stuffed animal, and everybody, all the people were uh, they were like cardboard cutouts. What's they what they look like? Oh, all yeah, stop motion, whatever. Hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my grandma, my uh, papa, you know, he used to always want me to call him in, and whenever Paddington happened, you know, and he would talk about, you know, he just sit there in the in the room with me and watch Paddington then he'd go back and you know mm-hmm. go back to whatever he was up to like he'd be working in the yard or reading the paper or whatever he always wanted me to call him in for Paddington you know my <laughs> my, my granny reminds me of that all the time he said you remember your pop ball and, and, and Paddington there yeah you yeah, know this was every day yeah no the yeah. only time I had like I said until the 90s the only time I had any kind of Nickelodeon exposure was at your grandma's house and all I remember watching was Danger Mouse and Duckula. Danger Mouse. Oh yeah. Danger we're, we're gonna have to pull that theme song out. That's a cool theme song. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites actually. Um pull up Muppet Babies and Monsters too, you know, at some point so that you know people don't know don't think we're lying to them. I swear this happened. Yeah, we'll pull it we'll put it in the show. Maybe yeah, at yeah, the definitely. end here. Yeah, plug that in there. But uh Oh uh, man, so all right now now you got me on this Nickelodeon kick. Okay, I'm gonna try to remember uh, Nick Junior, early early Nick Junior. You know this is before. Uh... Oh man, yeah. Now Nick Junior was around when I started getting when when I got you know Nickelodeon MTV and stuff. That's around the time they started Nick Junior stuff because I remember well, watching Eureka's Castle and stuff. See, that's the next generation. There was Nick Junior in the '80s though. Was there? Yes, for real. There was um, that's where Pinwheel that was that was on there. Um, God, that's the only one I can remember. Okay, 
Yeah, yeah. So um, that right there, that was, you know, I say I wanted to come back and talk Nickelodeon and Nick Jr. Well, first of all, I was kind of wrong there because uh, they actually weren't even calling it Nick Jr. at that point. It didn't become Nick Jr. to like the, the early 90s. But, I mean, the format was there. They just didn't call it that. Uh, but, um, yeah, it took us, you know, more than 30 episodes before we finally came back and revisited that topic, you know, and I actually had to do a point five on it just to even get through some of that 80s stuff that, uh, Jay, that you don't even remember. So, um, that's why we did that. So I'm, that's, that's one of the reasons why that Nickelodeon episode is, uh, you know, is one of my favorites, uh, in, in recent memory. Yeah. And what number is that? So people can go back. Uh, 32. And 32.5. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 32.5 is a really kind of a different uh, format for the point five that I did. And that was just, you know, where I really didn't talk at all. It was just all sound collage of just old Nick commercials and breaks and bumpers and uh, theme songs and clips from shows and stuff. And that's just what I did. Um, but I also wanted to bring it up because uh, I mentioned Paddington, uh, which was shown on uh, Nick on Nick a lot back then and my grandfather loved it and he always wanted me to call him in to the room so he can watch Paddington and uh Maya the Bee which was also it came on I think probably late 80s or early 90s on uh, Nick and now there's they, they've done a live action CG or slash CGI reboots of Paddington and Maya the Bee yeah that Maya the Bee came out like I didn't know it was out I just happened to be on on uh, Hulu, and I just saw the trailer, you know, down the bottom. I was like, "What the fuck, my the bee?" Yeah. <laughs> now, question: Would you have recognized that if it hadn't been brought up on um, on the episode? Nope. See, there we go. That's what that that's what this show's about. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, uh, let's uh, we, let's keep it rolling. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. Um, there was another show. They had some PBS stuff that they would uh, they would kind of share back and forth with Nick Jr. Like uh, today's special, you remember that show? Oh, we're gonna get into PBS. I got beef <laughs> with PBS. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but yeah, some of those PBS shows. Um, let's see, uh, Picture Pages with uh, Bill Cosby. Yeah. Now was that, that was PBS on... or was that CBS? Because I thought he had his own like half hour on CBS. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, I, I don't know what channel that came on as far as... No, you know, no. I think it, 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 it was PBS because wasn't it... Wasn't Picture Pages part of Captain Kangaroo for a minute and then it became its own show? Yeah, you know what? You know what? You're right. That was toward the... It's like late 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I'm talking about the mid-80s when I was oh, even younger okay. than that. This was... It wasn't a full-on show, but it was a short in the middle of Pinwheel. Just like Paddington and just like Bod and everything else I was talking about a second ago. Okay, then it must have been the mm. same spots that Captain Kangaroo was using. Yeah, probably a lot of that. In fact, you know, Captain Kangaroo, I think, ended up on Nickelodeon for a while, too. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't um, this. Man, I'm thinking, yeah, this, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. You know, we have to come back and talk about, you know, Nick Jr., but definitely um, Pinwheel which I keep going back to again we'll be <laughs> we have to get into that one in depth because that show is crazy it was batshit um, yeah let's have to see if we can find some episodes or something because mm-hmm. I don't remember it at all oh definitely I know they're out there you know 
Uh, in fact, my uncle Marty, I just saw him all ago. He like another thing he likes to ask me about, you know, is uh, humble bugs. You know, which were another a couple of uh, little. I mean, they were like huge bugs. They hung out in the garden outside the house on pinwheel, you know. So I don't know. It seems wasn't like that, that house. Wasn't that from that Sesame house, Street? What, what? What the humble bugs? Yeah. Nah, nah. They were definitely pinwheel. Then what were the bugs on on Sesame Street? Because I know I was watching it with my son the other day, and they they changed it, and now they're all CGI and messed up. But I know were, you're talking. The, you, you're thinking the the Tweedlebugs. Tweedlebugs, yes, thank you. Tweedlebugs, yeah, they're the ones who lived in Ernie's flower box. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they got them back now, and they're all like CG, but it's just really bad early '90s types. It don't look good at all. Ah, oh, man, like reboot. Uh, worse than reboot. <laughs> and I like re- reboot, even though it's a <laughs> horribly animated show. I like it. Mm. But, that's just uh, man. See now that you talk about uh, the Tweedlebugs, man, you reminded me of. I remember one episode of that specifically where they cut down all the flowers. Oh, I remember. Then, that. Yeah, and so then they figured, oh well, maybe we can glue them back up, and so they took straws and and or I think they were straws or drinking straws. They definitely weren't flowers, though. They weren't alive. They glued them back up. And it's just reminding me of my time with my little brother one day. He now I don't know where we were at when he was doing this, but one day he dug he like bored into the wall, like this plaster wall in our living room, like behind the couch. He was behind the couch. He bored like into the wall, made a huge hole. <laughs> my mother was livid, you know what I'm saying? You got, you know, all kinds of trouble. So then a couple of days later, he's back there again now. It just happens to be this day when my mom decides she's going to bring in a new, get rid of her old couch and get a new futon. It just happened to be that same day where she moves that couch. She's like, what the hell is this back here? You know, and there's all this, this table salt, just a big pile of it back there. Who's built salt? Well, you know, obviously she knew it wasn't us, you know, my, me and my sister, you know, it was just, uh, so she goes to him and he's like, well, I was just trying to fill the hole back up. It's like, who would fill a hole up with salt? Who would do that? <laughs> 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 oh, I remember oh, that. Oh, it was crazy. Or I was remember crazy. you telling me about that. Mm. All right. Well, hey, let's take a quick break from our for our sponsors, and we'll come right back for more death cakes. <laughs> All right. See you on the other side. <laughs> yeah. And uh, before we jump into our first commercial break, um, let's talk about commercials. Yes. I mean. Um, I mean, just, 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 I mean, we, we talk about theme music all the time, you know, especially with a lot of those cartoon theme, uh, episodes that we've done and the whole reason why we did that developer diary one. But, uh, another thing you, that evokes a lot of memories is just commercials and jingles and stuff, which, you know, it's changed these days. I mean, I guess they're still around, but not like before. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, commercials are still around, but I guess I sound like an old man, but they're not like they used to be. But I mean, well, they're not because I mean, look at commercials from it, it. You know, look at commercials from like bygone eras, like you know, like the '60s or the '70s, whatever. It's different from the commercials of the '80s and '90s. And nowadays, I mean, hell, do kids even see commercials much anymore with all this on-demand streaming? And yeah, yeah, because I watch TV with my kids sometimes, and it, the commercials are still there. But most of it is commercials for, um, 
you know, video games or go on onto your tablet and pull up this and, you know, that kind of stuff. And see, parent groups, I get it. And at the same time, I don't. They've really screwed up, screwed with the format because they've made it so that you really can't sell too much of anything to a child. So advertising has changed, mm-hmm. like, like drastically. Oh, you know? yeah. So, I mean, this kind of stuff that you're seeing there is just, or hearing, in our case, if you listen to our show, is just, uh, I mean, stuff that, you know, you just can't find anywhere else but back then. But also, um, another reason why I had the idea to use commercials, and actually, and I say I had the idea, but, you know, you were thinking the same thing at the same time. So, it's just, just a testament to, uh, you know, our thought process is being synced in so many ways doing this show. But, um, one thing. I guess, do you remember when TV Land first came out? Like, not, you know, Nick at Night, they, they call it TV Land now, I think. But, you remember when TV Land was, I think it was, I think it was a, um, it was a satellite channel. Like, they would show commercials during Nick, said, hey, if you want TV Land, call your cable to satellite provider now. And you get, cause you, it didn't, it wasn't included on a package. You had mm-hmm. to, uh, call in for it. That was like maybe 96 or 97, I think. And back then, they did, uh, their commercial breaks because they were you know they were one of those uh special channels they didn't actually take commercial breaks they actually showed retro commercials which i thought was awesome yeah and you know what sparked it for me is again right around the time that we were starting to sort of plan this um somebody that i watch online uh, the nostalgia critic who you know I, i've I know we've referenced him in past episodes before, but he had started to do a series of uh, nostalgic commercials and just going back and doing sort of what we do. He pokes fun at, you know, stuff from the past. And he had this series of of videos sort of uh, criticizing and, you know, looking at old commercials and he even used that that after these messages ABC bumper, you know, for his thing. Yeah, and see, you took it a step further because, like, I was saying, we should have the commercials because you know I was like, oh, because like TV Land when they first came out, they used to use retro commercials. We should do them. And you were like, yeah, and we're gonna use this. And I'm like, oh, see, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that, that's just what you know. That's what put using commercials in my head, just because. I was like, oh man, that would be great to do, you know, to, to have a, a break and then play these commercials and then have you use these old, you know, cartoon and TV bumpers on either side, you know, to, to go in and out of the commercial, like, a, like we're a real TV show or something. Hell yeah. And so. another thing I forgot to mention is, um, you know, even before YouTube existed, you know, back when like to get videos, like they were having bed codes or actual just physical uh, links to like you know the MPEG or uh, AVI files on like websites mm-hmm. you know websites like eBombs World and whatnot. Um, I remember there being a website called Retro Junk and I think they're I'm pretty sure they're still around I just had yeah their website's still up yeah and I remember I had I blew up so much hard drive space and was like burning a bunch of CDs because they had, had all these commercials up there like and this is back in like maybe 2003 when I found them and so or you know just kind of around that time and so that's where I got the nostalgia back you know for a lot of the, you know, those little commercials like that you know that's why I saw um, 
like the Giggles cookies, which I'd long forgotten about. I'm like, oh shit, and this commercial is crazy, and this kid looks like he's high on PCP the way he, won't, he just won't stop laughing. You know, what are they putting in those fucking cookies? You know, or just shit like that, you know what I'm saying? But, um, they had just tons of commercials up there, and I would download them and save them to the hard drive. I mean, just, just, just so many videos that I had from like all commercials, like, so like that. So, um, that's another, you know, so, so again, the TV land thing, and then the fact that those commercials are out there. I said, yo, yeah, we gotta do this. We, we should, we need to do that. Yeah. You know, and people, those are the podcasts, you know, they have actual breaks for, you know, their actual sponsors, like that, you know, like us, you know, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, in the beginning, I mean, I've gotten kind of lazy now and, and just find whole commercial blocks and I just, <laughs> you know, splice them up and clean up the audio and put them in. But in the beginning, you and me both used to go on YouTube and curate. And, you know, I still have fold this huge folder of commercials that we, you know, copied off of YouTube and cleaned up the audio and, um, I still use them for, for time from time to time when I'm, you know, splicing stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've mentioned it before. I may have even mentioned it in this episode, but um, the one commercial out of all the commercials ever in the 80s and 90s ever that just, when I hear it, just immediately Tate takes me back to me being, you know, 12 years old sitting in front of the TV on Saturday watching cartoons and eating cereal is the whatchamacallit the candy bar commercial I don't don't... that's definitely, (laughs) yeah, probably one of our oft used uh... speaking of which, yeah, you beat me to the punch, you know, uh, you guys if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, you know you've seen the, um, the Death Cakes trivia which, you know, just highlights some of these points that correspond to some of these uh, episodes that we've done and that was actually gonna be one of them, but yeah, that's it right there. You know, just the one it's, it's it's Jay's favorite. It shows up in like it's probably like I I haven't done an actual count, but that's definitely shown up the most. Yeah, and you know, I'll I'll let you in on the the secret. I almost always use it whenever I'm just kind of bummed about whatever about <laughs> being in. You, you know, if I, I'm having a, a you know bad day, you know. Or whatever, I'll I'll drop it in there, just because you know it takes me back and sort of de-stresses me. <laughs> so yeah, it's a great jingle. Yeah, if if you ever hear it, then you know that that you know I was having a bad day being an adult that day when I was doing <laughs> the edit. <laughs> oh man, does that mean that every time you used it, you were pissed off? Well, or in a funk? Not the the first episode, but later episodes, yeah. No. <laughs> you know, because, you know, just life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. yeah. Hey, have you ever had a whatchamacallit? Yeah, and they're gross. I don't really? like I don't I like them. I think they're pretty. They're, they're I don't even know if bar. they make them anymore. Yeah, they do. They do? Okay. Yeah, they still make them. I haven't had one in a long time, but I remember, uh. Remember back in high school, like, the first time. That was the first time I actually ever had one. Because they had them in the vending machines. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try one of these. Eh, it wasn't bad. Hmm. Yeah, I I tried it once. I didn't like it. <laughs> oh but, well. Uh, yeah, that, never take that a, jingle away from us, though. No, uh-uh. let's uh, jump into those commercials. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
He's on the camp, his name is Jack. You just can't keep him in the sack. Cause Lego makes him quite a whack. It's Jack the Lego Maniac. Building at the speed of light. Lego keeps him up all night. He's a pint-sized dynamo. A Lego Land construction pro. Jack, Jack, he's a Lego Maniac. Jack, Jack, he's a Lego Maniac. Lego Pirates and Castle sets. Each sold separately from Lego Systems. Oh, I'm Pee-wee Hermit. Talking Pee-wee is really cuckoo. He's naughty. I know you are, but what am I? Soon, <laughs> you'll be that way too. <laughs> Whatever you may do, it's so much fun when he's with you. Banana sandwich? Arr! You'll go wacko, you'll go crazy with Talking Pee-wee. Talking Pee-wee from Matchbox for you and your kid. Cherry sold separately. What's that? They do it. Okay, and we're back. Thank you for those wonderful commercials, courtesy of YouTube. And, man, what else? I'm trying to think of what I really remember. Yeah, go ahead. Because, I mean, I, the earliest I remember, because the only, we, we only had the major channels, you know, uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, and then we had HBO for whatever reason. Because back then you could just get HBO, I guess. I don't know. But, no, they just had HBO. Like, did they? Yeah. Did your parents watch a lot of movies or fights or what? No. They just they just happened to have HBO. No, we had it. We had HBO, and I don't remember any other real channels other than the ones that you could, you know, get with a pair of rabbit ears. Now see, if, now do I remember this correctly? I remember one day when they got this big. Uh, it was like a box. It was like a set, a box they put on top of it with another set of dials on it. Yes, was that, that was, was, the, was that, that it? Was the HBO box? Yeah, and now okay. one of them. I remember it was like HBO was twenty, maybe or twenty four, on that dial, and mm-hmm. everything else on there was static. <laughs> <laughs> except for except for ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox was still you know more of an independent kind of whatever channel. We had Channel Nine, right. the PBS yeah, affiliate, and then we had um, our local St. Louis uh, channel called uh, KPLR Channel Eleven. Okay, which was the production studio and home. Of, of uh, what's it called? World World Event Productions. Wait, what you say? What is home of what? Of World Event Productions. World Event Productions. I think I'm saying that right. I think I got that's right. But that was the production company that had the wonderful idea to bring over Japanese animation known as Go Lion, and they recast it, recut it, and turned it into 
Voltron. No shit. Yes, I was right. It's World Event Productions. Alright. Yeah, they they brought over several animated shows and turned it into new shows like um, Voltron they did. They also did Saber Rider. Saber Rider. Um, Denver Last Dinosaur. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, all those were original shows that they had from back in in the day, and that's stuff that I watched, you know. And He-Man. and He-Man, yeah. You can ask my mom, man. That was like the biggest He-Man junkie. I had so many. (laughs) And uh, uh, the one I I know you don't remember is Black Star, which was like proto-He-Man. Really? No, I don't remember Black Star. Yeah. Yeah, which was actually like the, he was supposed to be like the black man, but he was just honestly <laughs> he he was supposed to be black, but but studio got scared and they turned him into just like a dark skinned white dude. And this was in the eighties, right? This was in the eighties, yeah, yeah. This uh, was then... this was before. I want to say it's eighty. He man was eighty four, eighty five, so that had to be eighty three. I think. So let's see. So the civil rights movement was what in the sixties. So we're talking about twenty years of progress. They still couldn't get black people right now. Huh? It was produced in nineteen eighty one. Eighty one. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely don't know that one. Then. Oh, <laughs> was barely, I was barely out of the womb in eighty one. Yeah. One <laughs> <laughs> September, man. You want to talk? But about. Uh, real quick, look real quick before you move on. Yeah. Saber Rider, man. You just when you brought that up, that's just, that just took me back. Um, that one was kind of like Voltron, Voltron, right? Where they connected, uh, yeah. where they combined to form one big robot. Well, it was, if I remember right, it was a, it was one big ship. Okay. And then the, the ship itself had like a couple smaller ships that could shoot off of it and go on their own. But then the one big ship could change and transform into this big cowboy looking thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I remember that from the from the opening credits. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. for the most part, I remember had a badass theme song. One of my favorites, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but but I see, re- the reason. Oh god, god, god. No, I, I was gonna say I just just remember that it, it came on like at seven thirty in the morning, right. mm-hmm. so I could only see the first half of it before I had to go catch the bus, and I was always so pissed. Then one see, one day I was sick. And I got to see the whole thing, and I saw there was a robot blew my friggin' mind. Because, uh-huh. you know, in all these shows, the robot doesn't show up until the end when right, they're fighting right. the final bad guy. I never knew he was saying any. I saw it in the the opening, but I never thought there was an actual robot, but hell yeah. Right, for any of our uh, younger listeners, real quick, who might be uh, tuned into this. If you've seen Power Rangers, you've seen what we're talking about here. You know, the Megazords and all those never really showed up to the to, to the end. Same yeah. with all these cartoons we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. But, man, I... But see, I remember- you, said, you said you never really got to see... You only got to see about half of it. See, I don't even remember really seeing, like, maybe the first couple minutes of it. Because, okay, um, Saber Rider would come on. I'd be up... I was up early for some reason. I used to rise early. I don't, man, I can't even fathom doing it now. But I remember I used to get up in the morning, you know, I think even before my sister, my parents would be barely be getting up, you know, they'd be getting up and ready. They might have the news on, or there was like some little, like, 
like bumper show, I guess you want to call it. Mm-hmm. They came on between shows called Soapbox, where somebody would just get up and you know, oh, speak I out about that. something. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what that was about. Whatever, you know, I was a kid. Whatever, how that care, you know. But yeah, because it, it was on Channel Eleven, because Channel Eleven was was almost like a public access station. All right, you know, er- early in the morning, it just had weird kind of local stuff from St. Louis. Yeah. And see what I remember. What I remember is there'd be soapbox, and then there'd be um, oh god, what is this? What is this show called? Uh, the Lone Ranger. What am I supposed to? Oh Ranger. yeah, Rainfall. Yeah, the Lone Ranger would be on. I'd see the Lone Ranger, Gilligan's Island. Oh no, 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 other way around. Gilligan's Island would be on. I'd catch part of that. I wake up and see part of that. Lone Ranger would come on after that, and that's when I'd be eating breakfast and everything. Mm. Um, Saber Rider, I think, came on directly after that. And by that time, I'd be done with breakfast. My mom would be hurrying me, uh, hurrying me up to go, um, you know, brush my teeth and get ready for school and everything. So that's why I only ever saw the, the opening credits of Saber Rider and maybe a couple minutes of it. And then she'd turn the TV off on me and make me get up. So <laughs> Yeah, World Event Productions. Ah, uh, man. And I'm telling you, once you got going on this one, we were talking about Voltron and, um, and uh, when you got the Saber Rider. Because I didn't know. I, you know, I'm not familiar with the... Well, at least I wasn't at the time. Uh, you know, you kind of dropped some knowledge on me on that episode just right there. But that just gave me the flashback. And I said it in that, but you heard me say it. You know, mm-hmm. that was, um, I mean, flashback to when I was like six or seven years old. That's in the first grade. And we lived in... um. Oh, where? Where was that? Was it Overland? I think we were in Overland at the time. And we were just, uh, we had this, like, this old, like, I wish I could show you this table. In fact, my pops had this table forever. He finally got rid of it, like, maybe three years ago. But it's around, like, you remember those tables from, like, the 70s? It was, like, the around, uh, I don't want to say butcher block, but maybe that's what it's called. I don't know. It's like a, it's it's just wood like alternating uh colors of wood mm-hmm. and so they, i remember that in the little black and white tv that they had sitting there on the kitchen table and i remember eating breakfast and the lone ranger would be on tv on channel 11 and then as soon as that would go off saber rider would come on and i never got too far into the episode because i would have to get ready for school and if i tried to sit in and watch it my mom would call me in there yelling at me to go get in there and get ready or um you know or just or she would just end up turning it off, you know, before it even got there. So, um, the song Saber Rider has always been in my head forever. And, but I hadn't seen an episode, like not until much, much later. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, I liked the show. So I think it's, it, I want to say it's on Hulu, but I don't think it is now that I think about it. Hmm. I think I may have the original it. or the, the, this version no the uh the web version the, okay the americanized version i may gotcha. be wrong though um i'll have to double check that but um yeah i mean voltron is uh local st louis why why they don't have have a statue of voltron sitting out by the arch i don't know <laughs> because didn't somebody ask for that I don't know. I I know at wherever the World Event Production Studio is or offices are, there's a giant Voltron statue in the front lobby because um, 
Retro Blasting, a show that we, uh, YouTube show that we watch that does like restorations of, of old toys and they talk about old toys and shows. Yeah. Um, they did a, a feature from uh, World Event Production headquarters and, uh, the girl whose name is escapes me right now. Um, she was standing in front of that statue and it's huge. Wow. It it was uh, um, it's really cool looking statue, but um, yeah. Speaking of Voltron and Retro Blasting, <laughs> uh, last year at our first trip to Wizard World, we uh, were there for the Voltron 30th anniversary panel. Yes, mm-hmm. which was hosted by the guys from Retro Blasting because. Um, they have actually they're from Atlanta but they're such super fans and super knowledgeable about stuff that they've actually been hired by World Event Productions to become like the official Voltron PR people mm-hmm. like they handle the Voltron Twitter account and Facebook page and you know all that stuff so uh, we actually went to that panel got to meet them and talk to them um Yes, exchange information with them too. You know, we had the intent of doing some type of collab with them. Uh, at uh, you know, at the time we didn't have the uh, the know how <laughs> just yet. Yeah, but, we were uh, only a year you know, old then. Yeah, but uh, you know, now that we've you know we've, we've come along further, you know, maybe we'll uh, we need to circle back around. Yeah. Days. yeah, yeah, especially if they but come back to the town. list of people. Yeah, as a list of people we 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 need to have back on the show or on the show on the show for the first time. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we actually got some audio from when I get up and asked a question about Saber Rider. So let's play that right now. About another web property, I was wondering if we would ever see Saber Rider in any kind of comic or toy form, maybe a, a Voltron crossover. I know that there is uh, some work being done right now on a uh, Saber Rider comic uh, that's in the early stages of development. It's with Lion Forge. Their booth is here as well, Lion Forge yeah. Comics. Go bug them after this. What's up with Saber Rider? Yeah, I got some scripts. They're really cool. Yes, the scripts are really cool. I think they've really captured the feel of, of the original Saber Rider. I think you're going to be really happy when these comic books come out. Um, I've read them and uh, they're really sharp. Yeah, the biggest debate is that, you know, in Saber Rider, the robot, voiced by Peter Cullen, his name is Ramrod. And we're like, can you do that? <laughs> we do Ramrod. I don't know. It's really weird. Kids run around. I'm Ramrod. Like, all right, you're now. <laughs> and they kind of dodged the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I would love to see Voltron and, and the Ramrod go up against each other. That would be pretty badass. You know, in that classic, okay, the heroes don't know they're heroes, so they fight each other for a second, and then they turn around and join forces at the end. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. You know. It's it to them. Maybe they can get that get that bug into somebody's ear, and uh, we can make it happen. Maybe. One of these days. But, um, yeah, let's jump back into the pilot. Yes, sir. <laughs> Never got to see the whole show, but I remember... You know, I remember the intro like like yesterday, man. Just, yeah, I know it anyway. Yeah, it was, it was a catchy. That, that's the thing about the eighties; they, they all had catchy theme songs. You know, they're all great. Many, many 
cartoons or shows in general that have a real sort of catchy theme song? They don't have theme songs at all anymore. You know, like the theme from Lost was not a theme. It was like the Lost on the screen. You know? <laughs> That's how it started. You know, so they they would do a cold open with something going on on the island, and then and then something scary would start shaking the tree, and then go dong, and Lost will show on the screen, and they'll go to commercial for a bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> But, uh, oh, yeah, that is one of the best parts. Actually, you know, if you've never even seen any of these cartoons, I mean, just please go watch all the, all the theme songs, man. Just they were all '80s. They were all butt rock too. I mean, some of like oh. the worst. I mean, if you're just the radio, it'd probably be really bad music. You know what I'm saying? But all these themes all rock, man. Yeah, and and some shows would get some like really well, quote unquote, class talent. You know, to do them. The one I'm thinking of right now is the. The theme song to Droids, which was uh, about C-3PO and R2-D2. Okay. Okay, that was... The theme song was done by... Who? Oh, God. He was... Not Sting, but he, he was one of the police. Okay. You know, he was like... I will look it up. But he was right, one of the, so... the, the police, and he did this song, and, you know, it's still in my head. Alright, so while you're looking up who did the theme from uh, Droids, I need you to also find out who the hell did the theme song for Ewoks, because that was the worst. Oh, that I guy, got the theme song. I was thinking it was Dr. John. They call it the Even when I was a kid, I'm like, what is the I almost want to say that it was... Oh, man, he was high. You had to get him down with a broomstick. He was high during recording that song, and they were just like, okay, done. No, I was... That that jazz singer, Doctor John. Doctor John. Yeah, he's a jazz singer, blues singer from uh, New Orleans. Okay, I, I don't think, know about back then. Doctor John is something else today, man. You know, I think where is in the St. Louis area, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Doctor John's. <laughs> I remember the commercials on the radio and not knowing what the hell it was for. Yeah, you drove past one. Now you know what it is. I bet you. Yeah. So that yeah. Was, holy shit! I can't find it. No, I thought the Ewoks was the weirdest. Weird, and then I think they got rid of it and they recut it and they did another one, which wasn't good either. It was. It was worse. It was might have been worse. The other one, I the other one, I well, all right. Let me say this. I think that original theme was bad, but it's funny just looking back on it. Like, wow, someone actually cut this and someone signed off on this and gave this guy this dr john gave him a check for yeah. having recorded this song you know but you know in that way it's kind of funny yeah it, it was uh the droids theme which i will cut in here right now
We are the Okay, George. Go ahead and cut that Ewong in there too. Yeah, I'll put that in here too. <laughs> but the George theme was done by Stuart Coughlin, who was the drummer for the Police. Stuart Kaufman. Uh, yeah, he gotcha. he wrote it and performed it. And there it is. The, probably uh, what a can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we said in the first developer diary, it was this episode that put the bug in as I was editing this episode he put the bug in my head to do the very first point five, which just sort of collected all of my favorite cartoon intros and you know on that first developer diary you heard all of those episodes except for the most recent one mm-hmm yeah, yeah but yeah we've gone ahead and done uh there's been six of those yeah, and I don't. So, uh, and I, yeah. I still don't care what you say. That Ewok song is badass. That Ewok song is awful. No, it but is it's, not. But it's, it, but, but it's good. It's in a good way. In a good way. Sounds like he's high on mesk or something. See, it's better than the than the one that they used for the second season. Oh no, that and, was terrible. And actually, I have to go back and correct myself because um, the nostalgia critic, who I just mentioned a little bit ago, he has started doing this new series of, of uh, vid- videos going back and remembering old cartoon shows. His very first episode was the Ewoks, and I was wrong. I said in this episode, I said in the pilot that Ewoks and. Um, droids both lasted the same amount of time I was wrong droids lasted two seasons and Ewoks lasted three I thought so, so. You I thought right. I remembered yeah because I remembered I I know I didn't watch a lot of droids I know I'd seen it before but I remember Ewoks being on for a long time or you know or at least you know in kid years three years is a long time but I just remember the droid show disappearing and there still being Ewoks and that song sucking. Yeah, the second song was horrible. Yeah. But let's jump back in. But uh yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Do you remember any what what channel did Joyce come on? ABC. ABC. Uh about what time do you remember? I'm trying to think I'm working my, my triggers right now I'm trying to yeah i'm working out. mine too because i'm trying to think i know i've seen it but i don't i know i didn't watch a lot it was it. from 85 
to 86. It was on for a year. Ewoks actually lasted longer than Warriors, did it not? No, I think they lasted the same amount of time. Okay. Because I remember seeing a lot of the Ewok show, which, oh man, I've gone Ewoks back to Ewoks was that. always second. Not, George was on first, and then Ewoks came on. Yeah, Alright, gotcha. So, I don't know what I was watching in lieu of droids at the time, and that's why I was kind of wondering, huh, I wonder what time that was. Because Ewoks, I remember seeing a lot of the Ewok show, and maybe only a couple episodes of droids ever. It had to be early. Say, cartoon started at 6 o'clock, because I'd always be up at like 5.30. <laughs> yeah, we used to be up at 5.30. Let me tell you something, For uh, again, for, for the younger listeners, the people who Actually, born... In the late 80s or you know, even the mid 80s, I don't remember this. Television used to go off the air. Can you believe that? Yeah. Do you understand that? Now, I was never up long enough when I was a kid. I was never up late enough to actually see it go off. But I knew that it was off because me and my sister would wake up, you know, early. Like, it, it, like you know, elite, er, easily, easily like 5 in the morning and be downstairs with the TV on. And it'd just be like, uh, someone would just be like a snow pattern, just, just snow others would be like that that color test pattern yeah which is, i don't even think you can get a snow pattern anymore unless you're well yeah i guess you can i don't know i mean if hd uh my hd tv if i just um don't plug anything into it i just get a blue screen i don't even get snow yeah i don't think they have snow on tvs anymore that's a shame yeah. children yeah you guys don't even know about snow you know so there <laughs> so there was there was snow or like one channel even had like the U.S. Farm Report, mm-hmm. which you know what the hell? What kid wants to watch? CBS. Yeah, so we're like whatever. We turn it right back to you know one of the color test patterns, and we look at that you know because it was more entertaining than the U.S. Farm Report. Not me. So <laughs> sit there like watch me and my sister. We just sit there and like and we make up stuff. We'd be hallucinating stuff in the back. Like I remember we'd say, "Hey, I can see Jason's house in the white part." Like really? You can see it? like yeah, now he's in the red part. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I don't I think it was CBS um, might have been NBC I don't know all I know is at one point finally like not the national anthem well no 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 one channel played national anthem another one played America the Beautiful and it was Ray Charles and it was just like a montage of like just you know countryside and mountains and all that stuff and you know yeah. Ray Charles would come in you know oh beautiful Oh, space guy! You know he played the whole thing. I'm away the great. You know how he improvises and everything. He's great, Charles. You know. Mm-hmm. And then there's one part. There's one part I remember. Exactly, I can see it right now as I'm saying it. You know, Purple Mountain's Majesty. He's like, up through the plane. Well, now wait a minute. And then <laughs> right at that moment, <laughs> there's a guy. He would this guy working in the vineyard. He would throw this big pile of grapes into the back of a truck. We're like, well, wait a minute. Throw the grapes. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> oh god yeah. oh man it doesn't happen anymore man you know mm-hmm. you can, yeah infomercials you know, infomercials and and yeah infomercials yeah I mean that's, you get infomercials for the sham wow and all that other bullshit you get infomercials for Mr. T's flavor wave oven <laughs> that is the best. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. I've, oh, I've watched that on a loop. Oh, <laughs> uh, you people, you people! I know this is kind of that, that kind of deviates from from our from our topic, but stop right now. Go to YouTube, Mr. T Flavor Wave Oven. Thank us later. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, it's got to be on YouTube. 
<laughs> it's up there. I know it is. It's got to be. And How could that be? <laughs> I love Mr. T. Oh, he had cute. cereals. He had Mr. Freaking T had a cereal. Do you he understand that? He had he had a cartoon came out the same time as eighteen, and the cartoon made no goddamn sense. He was <laughs> he was the I guess the bus driver or a bodyguard for a group of, of gymnasts. They, they weren't even like. Olympic level gymnasts. They're just a gymnastics team. <laughs> and they solve crime. <laughs> you know what? And you know what? First of all, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, you just, 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 just let, that, let that sink in for a second. Mr. T, gymnast team, solve crime. That's just funny in and of itself. Oh, God. But. First of all, I'm wondering, why was there never an A-Team cartoon? They seemed to spin off everything else that was adult-oriented into kids' shows back then, like Rambo. Yeah, they had Rambo, they had, well, I guess Karate Kid don't count, but they had Rambo, they had Chuck Norris, who never had a TV show, but I mean, he's Chuck Norris doing karate, he had a cartoon. Yeah, Chuck Norris Karate Commandos, which, uh, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that... <laughs> garbage. I think I watched maybe two episodes because I was bored. See, Chuck Norris hadn't become he, he hadn't become who he is today. He wasn't Walker. Yeah, he he didn't have a whole internet meme behind. When Chuck him. Norris does push ups. He doesn't push himself up. He pushes the ground away from him. Yeah, and on, under Chuck Norris's beard is a fist or something. Like <laughs> see now that nowadays, see now I want there to be a Chuck Norris cartoon and come out with some stuff like that. That might be kind of awesome. Yeah, my favorite one is is a uh, on April fifteenth, Chuck Norris sent a picture of his a, a picture of himself giving a roundhouse kick. He hasn't paid taxes since or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's my favorite one out of all of them. Oh, that is great, man! And great. back to what? E Ewoks. I'm looking all over this freaking YouTube page. I can't find out who sang that song. <laughs> okay, so this was this was funny because uh again, alright. The episode Jay had done the editing for the episode and um well actually at this point we probably heard the episode's material like six or seven times already because we listened to it just 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 we listened to the Pamela recording, which sounded awful. So we used the double ender version and you know, fixed it and then you know, so we got that. Then he goes back and he starts adding in the music and the, you know, all the post, all that, all that post production that you've come to associate with the show. That's what he added in. But then there were parts where, you know, gaps in the music would keep happening. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I gotta go back and do it again. So he would do it. He said, okay, the new one's up there. I'm sending it to you. So I go, let's do it. And like, uh, no, there's a gap right here. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, God damn it. Okay. So then the next day, Okay, it's all done. I got it. I'm tired of this fucking music. <laughs> and so, at this commercial, right before the second commercial break, um, there's probably about another 30, 40 second gap where the music cuts out. And I said, Yeah, you, um, <laughs> you left the gap right there. He's like, I'm not changing that music. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not, not changing the music. Which, actually, now looking back on it, all we really had to do was just take that completed MP3 and just. 
pasted in right there, but you know, we didn't, you know, we weren't that well versed. So that was your first time actually doing the whole episode, and I hadn't done any at all. But looking back on, like, oh, that would that wouldn't have been so hard. But you kept going back to the original uh, raw files and trying to, you know, it, 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 I think it would fix one thing, and they would just make more bugs, and then just got to that one point where it's just, it's like, fuck it, it's all, you know, I'm not changing it. Yeah. And so I said, all right, well then. Why don't you put a commercial? Oh no, no, no! Because we meant to take a second commercial break. Because that was our thing. We you know we we usually always do. I mean, for the most part, except for like the last two episodes or um the uh, the fantasy episodes where yeah. we didn't take breaks at all. And there are episodes out there where we only take one break. But for the most part, we you know we do two breaks. And uh, forgot to, we we did we you know we didn't cut to another break. And I said, well, you know what? Why don't you just cut it right there where the music goes out and it would seem like uh, we took a break for technical difficulties. You know, I don't even know if anyone picked up on it like that, but, you know, that's what I just remember. I just remember you being fucking frustrated with the way this music kept coming out wrong. Because it, it was it. two in the fucking morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, on top of that, um, speaking of the opening cans of worms, um, yeah, this is where... This is where, uh, this is Alpha Omega right here. This is where the Mr. T weaves itself into the fabric of our show. Yeah. And eventually our network, which we had no idea we were going to end up doing at any point, but. No, because I've said it before, I didn't think we'd last five episodes. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, we did, but we we had no intention of of having this be a T-centric show. <laughs> At all, yeah. yeah, and uh, so number one, this is you know we eventually did it in episode thirty, but we circle back around and we reviewed the toughest man in the world, and um, I was also wrong, you know, again after blog material, which is still up on our um on our website, but um, no, Miss <laughs> Toughest Man in the World predates the Mr. T cartoon or assuming the Mr. T cartoon predates toughest man in the world yeah so and yeah. and real talk you know how, how I sounded like like I, I suddenly remembered toughest man in the world and you yeah. mentioned it and I was like oh yeah nope I was doing it for, just for the sake of the show <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah I remember that uh, so I did <laughs> so stupid no I had no clue I just acted like yeah do you know what you're talking about <laughs> Oh shit! And another thing, another thing about it is, um, oh, because the the way it got brought up is because we were talking about, um, you know, snow patterns and test patterns that used to, you know, be on uh television channels without signals, or um, you know, when television pro programming used to actually go off the air back back in those times, mm-hmm. uh, they would cut to this. And now we say, oh, now we just got infomercials, and. I said, oh, yeah, they got infomercials for Mr. T's uh, Flavor Wave Oven. And I said, I did this just for just for effect. I said, uh, have you seen that? I knew damn well you've seen it because um, I guess maybe two years before that, when, it, when, when that infomercial hit, I had heard about it. And then I watched it for myself. And I said, uh, Jay, stop what you're doing. Go on YouTube. Type in Mr. T Flavor Wave <laughs> Flavor Wave Turbo. Yeah. And thank me later. Yeah. And yeah. we were, I mean, and so we went on a, so 
first of all, that was a source of like so much in it's so much humor. But on top of that, we went off on this Mr. T kick for months where I think I was still playing rock band at the time. I changed my name. My rock band uh rock band was originally called uh Rocky Loves Ebony, which uh if you're from the 90s, you probably know where that's from. That's a ref- reference to. But then I changed the name of the group to Cup to Clubber Lang. <laughs> and then I think you end up buying a Clever Lang and then just all this and then I think I don't know if this is right around the time just coincidentally or if you just happen to remember before but then you know you start sending me links to the videos of Mr. T on Conan O'Brien going apple picking yeah oh <laughs> god that Mr. T going apple picking and, and I have mined that for so many clips like the the theme song for I Mini the Fool comes from comes from that video um <laughs> The the stinger that I use when he says that's a bad one, <laughs> that's that's from Mister T yelling at Conan O'Brien because he picked a bad apple. There's another oh. one where where um I where he says T one B zero. That's because he beat up an apple that had a B in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to link that on onto the Facebook page as well. But, oh shit! You know, again, we had no idea that Mr. T was going to figure so heavy into it. And even after we recorded this episode, and even after we we had come up with the name and everything, we seriously thought about changing the name (laughs) to the I Pity the Fool podcast. I know we brought it up, but we were seriously thinking about it to the point when we got to episode 10, we did change the title just as a goof. To see yeah. if anyone would notice, but we were still so small that nobody really cared. <laughs> but well, yeah, um, I well, I will ask. Oh, I will say though, my sister and um, my coworker, um, who you know, the, well, well, my coworker at the time, I had a weekend job that um, they don't have anymore. But uh, you know, one of the, he he was one of the people, one of the early listeners of the show, and he kept on listening for a long time. But uh, yeah, my sister. They both asked, "Why'd you change? Why'd you change the name to Pity the Fool?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, it was just about that time, yeah, it, and I just played it straight the whole time until we got to ten point five, where we just said, ah, you know, we, we were just fucking around.' Yeah, it, it was just a stupid in joke between you and me <laughs> for no other enjoyment than than to say we could do it and laugh at it and just confuse yeah. the fuck out of people. Yeah, and the thing that really, I think, we really solidified it was. You know, if you guys listen to episode two, which you probably have by now, if you're going back and listening to these after the developer diaries, is at the beginning, you know, the opening we were talking about, uh, yeah, welcome back to Death Case. I was like, oh, are you sure it's not, I pity the fool. <laughs> you know, it just a little bit of banter about that. And so it, from that point forward, you know, I think that's where the first uh, Mr. T Stinger came from. Mm-hmm. You know, it was at the end of that episode. And then, uh, but yeah, this, this is where the seeds were sown. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know he, he's been our our spiritual advisor ever since. Hell yeah, he just had a birthday about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy, well, we wished him happy birthday on our um, on our Facebook and Twitter, but uh, you know, on the show, happy belated birthday. Yeah, yes, thank. Excuse me, thank you for all of your inspiration and and uh, life lessons. Yes. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
and Coos teaming up with a good balanced breakfast. Teaming up with Mr. T cereal, it's getting on the team, the team that knows how cool breakfast can be. You get a crispy corn taste with a touch of brown sugar. Teaming up with Mr. T. It's cool. Teaming up with Mr. T, golden sweet crispy teas. One bite and you're gonna be eating with the team that's teaming up with Mr. T. It's cool. I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my ten gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on. Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down. Or anytime I'm weak in the knees, I hanker for a hunk of a slab or slice a chunk of a snacker. Day is a winner and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! We now return with the Super Friends. I want to go back to Mr. T, though. Um, when we were talking about how it didn't really tie into the A-team or anything, I, I think I can do you one better, man. I think it tied into the toughest man in the world. Toughest man in the world? <laughs> you remember that? Mr. T had a... I, oh. I want to say it was a big TV movie. It had to be. Like, he ran a community center yeah. that was going to get shut down. Like, you know, like, like it was breaking or something like that. And it's like, you know... I, I just remember it was like, ain't nobody shut down my set of machines. And he, he he had to he had to, to enter some contest to win the money to keep the community center open. I think that's where the idea for that show came from. Oh, I remember that now. <laughs> you gotta get the theme song in there too, man. He raps. Mr. T rapping. There's nothing funnier than Mr. T rapping. Oh, there's some clips on YouTube that I'm looking at right now. Oh man. <laughs> I, was, I don't yeah, remember I that don't at all. Toughest man in the world. Toughest man in the world. Mr. T rapping. Yeah, it, if y'all follow us on, on Facebook and on our Tumblr, you probably saw our Mother's Day tribute by Mr. T. Yeah. <laughs> because, Happy because mothers, that is no other. Oh. Like mother. So treat her right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. T. You know what? Let's just change the name from Death Cake to the Mr. T Podcast. Oh, God. The Peter Fool Podcast. Yeah, and then we'll get sued. Yeah. We got enough trouble. Uh, uh, <laughs> we got enough lawsuit trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, please don't sue us. Please don't dime us out. Please, please. All, all of our, our musical interludes we love you we paid for copies please did. please don't sue us <laughs> yeah but that that was also one of mr t was one of the few cartoons out there that had an actual black person that, that, yeah that that wasn't a huge racial stereotype <laughs> Uh, well, 
I mean, I don't know, man. Not <laughs> counting, well, hey, not counting Mr. T, because there was a there, there's a black kid on there who's voiced by Phil Lamar, a young Phil Lamar. You may know he's the he's uh, Hermes on on uh, Futurama. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he he's done a bunch of the voices for cartoons and stuff. But he was Talk about into the biz, man. How long has he been doing it? Uh, I think he was he was a kid when he was doing that. Man, probably just being set for life, man. Yeah, I know. Sent to school. He just did voice acting his entire life. Yeah, I think he he did. I listened to uh, another podcast called Talking Tunes with yeah Rob Paulson. He did a interview on there. He was doing Mr. T while he was in high school. Wow! Like he you get out of class and go to go to high school or go to the recording studio and, and did Mr. T Man. and he's been doing voices and stuff ever since and was on Mad TV for a while all kinds of stuff Phil Lamar another thing about Mr. T is he inspired me to wear my seatbelt the correct way why is that? because <laughs> okay again for people you know for younger listeners okay they used to allow children to sit in the front seats of cars back when I was younger and I'd be like three, four years old sitting in the front seat which I mean I'm surprised I'm still here today um, but you know they, and, and those the reason that they shouldn't allow kids to sit in the front seat is because that shoulder strap you know you know if you have to slam on the brakes it'll cut right into you you know with the right, right kind of force you know um, but anyway, I just remember that shoulder strap. I used to put it behind me because it would—it just felt uncomfortable. Mom kept saying, "No, if you have to hit the brakes, you're gonna go through the windshield. Make sure you wear it right." You know, I remember watching the episode of the A Team, and of course, B. A. Baracus, Mister T, is a driver, and he's got his shoulder strap on. Like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> he looks kind of cool. <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing my seatbelt like that now. <laughs> so, anybody said, um, you know kids don't uh, emulate what they see on TV um, yeah I, I'm kind of I kind of did that yeah well <laughs> you're supposed to you're a kid yeah well <laughs> you know a mom could give me wear my seatbelt right but Mr. The Fuck T God bless Mr. T <laughs> I had his little action figure too to bust his arm open I don't <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T had an action figure remember Michael Jackson had an action figure Full disclosure, I had one. <laughs> I had two, I believe. <laughs> I had... I think we... I had the... I want to say I had the Beat It one, because he had I'm, the red jacket and the white gloves. That was Beat It, right? That was a uh, Thriller. What do you wear for Beat It? Good question. Oh, man, wait a minute. How do we not know this? I don't know. They're going to take away our black cards. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. You know, Michael. Uh, oh, yeah. God rest his soul. You know, he ain't. Right. But uh, <laughs> I know you okay. If you had that one, I know I definitely didn't have that one because they would always they got us a lot of the same stuff. But they would get us, you know, different versions. Yeah. You know, and I Anne remember. Hazel. In fact, I remember mine. Yep. Yep. I mean, mine had the uh, like the the. Well, it wasn't rhinestone, but it's basically the rhinestone glove. It was like some glitter or whatever the fuck. And it was in a black jacket. So I'm guessing that was Billie Jean. Yeah, I'm looking at 
pictures now. Yeah, Beat It was the red jacket with the silver on the shoulders. That's what right. I had. And then, really, yeah. And Billy Jean was. Billy Jean was a black, like, sequin jacket. Yeah, er, that's the one I had. Yeah, that that was when he did his did the moonwalk for the first time on uh, yep. Motown, whatever. But anyway, I think it is. That thing is two hundred forty five dollars on eBay. Holy shit! And I destroyed mine in the toy box when I was like four. <laughs> I don't know what happened to mine. A lot of stuff disappeared. <laughs> But anyway, kids, you know what? We have hit that time. We are going to call it quits for this first premiere pilot episode of Death Cakes. Yep. Uh, For anybody who couldn't really follow us, um, we're sorry. (laughs) For the first episode. It it will get better. Yeah. (laughs) It's not that much. Don't worry. It gets better. It gets better. Stay tuned for episode two when we're going to get into uh video games video games video games <laughs> all right ladies. if you want to know why the show is called death cakes uh you know what you're just gonna have to wait until you just have to come until next time secret <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i also want to give a big shout out to uh to doug funny and his song big kid the remix that that's our, our theme in other words, Doug Funny, don't sue us. Yes, please. You can get his music at Doug Funny at Bandcamp.com, I believe. We're, we're going to have all the links to his stuff along with some other rappers that we'll be featuring on the show. Uh, yes, check sir. out his stuff. This song is actually free, but you can also you know, kick in a little bit of money if you want to. Please support him. He's an independent artist. So check, his, check our Facebook, our Tumblr. Uh, email us at deathcakespod all one word at gmail.com yep. also check Facebook, out Tumblr, Twitter, all of its Death Cakes pod yeah so please come back for episode 2 video you games you can also find me uh, you can find me uh, individually I'm at Ilrockski on Twitter that's I-L-L-R-O-C-K-S-K-I and I don't Twitter enough to put out my handle <laughs> I, I don't either but I'm trying to get it going gotcha. so maybe not email us give me feedback on the show let us know yes please please family and friends because I know that's all the people is going to be listening to this the first episode <laughs> so please check us out on iTunes as soon as we get up there give us some reviews so we can keep doing this and tell your friends tell your enemies tell you, yeah if you don't like it tell your enemies yeah, and they would have wasted an hour Tell your friends enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your enemies friends. Tell everybody. (laughs) Yeah, so that was our pilot, folks. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we're jumping in right before the ending here. Simply because, um, well, we talked, we we did it in 10.5. Episode's called Mommy, What's a Death Cake? And, uh, but, you know, we know we have newer listeners who haven't heard it. And, uh, since you're here right now, why is the show called Death Cakes? And well, is, and who is Roxy? <laughs> and why did I thank her last developer diary? 
<laughs> well, again, this weekend job that I used to have, I'm not going to say where it was. If you're in the St. Louis area, it was a it was a supermarket. So, you know, do do the math, and you know, it, it's one of those. Uh, there's a guy back there. Well, since you don't know where it's at, and you don't know which location, I can just say his name. The dude's name was Richard, and he's kind of off. Uh, because when I saw this cake and was like laughing at it and then showing it to people or people were showing it to me for the first time and they said, Oh, Richard totally did this. <laughs> but, uh, and you've seen, you, you've seen us repost, uh, the picture of it on our Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, during, you know, this month. But, uh, yeah, that picture, it was, or the cake, which says, Intentionally in our heats. Yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just let that sink in for a second. Intentionally in our heats, rock. You know, Roxy. Roxy. All right. I don't know who Roxy is. Um, but if you're looking at this cake, first of all, it's written. The, the the handwriting on it is horrible. Whoever, whoever it was for would be disappointed. Um, it's stuff is spelled wrong, supposed to be eternally in our hearts. So misspelling. And then for whatever damn reason, this guy was like alternating between upper and lowercase with, with the, you know, again, don't know why, but it looked terrible. It was an awful cake. That's why it was refused. And then, you know, people coming and showing it to us like, yeah, this, this, this isn't. What what the fuck is this? You know we're not we're not taking this. Right. Oh okay. So um, but on top of that, I so I took a picture and I sent it to friends and I sent it to family members. I said, okay, what's wrong with this picture? Yeah, and and I told the story wrong la- last time on ten point five. But I remember the first thing I wrote back was, "Who's Roxy?" <laughs> like I, I don't understand what's. <laughs> you said what's wrong with the cake? I was like, well, who's Roxy? First of all, I don't know what this is. I don't know. And, and you're like, no, look at the spelling. I was like, eternally in our heats? <laughs> yeah, eternally in our hearts, it should have said, but no. It it was, yeah. Um, And then my sister was the one who got the million dollar question because she's like, uh, first of all, it's all spelled wrong. And secondly, that looks like did somebody die? Why does that cake have sprinkles on it? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and bingo, there it is. Like, this cake has fucking that confetti on it. If you haven't seen the picture, it is, you know, those generic store-bought cakes that you can buy. Yeah. You know, it's got, it's a sheet cake, got white icing and rainbow sprinkles all over it. And then whoever ordered it to say eternally in our hearts, Roxy. Uh, I don't not- know why. I mean... I've said it before. I understand getting, um, you know, food, taking it, you know, to the grieving family, you know, a casserole, even a cake. There's nothing wrong with the cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't put confetti don't, and streamers on it and don't, look like you're celebrating the shit. Don't get the rainbow sprinkle cake <laughs> when and you're so, trying to console somebody in their time of grief and mourning. 
Yeah, seriously, it, it looked terrible, and and I want to reiterate again because, like I said, ten point five. Look, we're not laughing at the fact that somebody passed away. It's not funny. Maybe we don't know. Well, the, well the, see, yeah, that's the thing. We also don't know. We're not really <laughs> sure what this was supposed to be. Yeah, but that's what it looked like to us. It looked like somebody's death cake, and the, with confetti and sprinkles on it, and uh, you know. But yeah. if somebody did in fact pass, you know, we're not we're not laughing at that. That's not funny. But this cake is fucking funny. Yeah, this cake is funny as shit. And and, and so you you said you texted me back. He's like, yeah, I think this is somebody's death cake. <laughs> and I wrote you back immediately. I was like, death cakes podcast. That's the name. No, of our no, show. no, no. Well, well, well. You you did, but you didn't write it. What you did was this picture comes back. Another you know, oh, yeah, picture right. message comes back into me. And I don't know what you did to you to doctor in like MS Paint or whatever, or Photoshop. I mean, or Photoshop. Yeah, it was a Windows Photo Editor, I think. Okay, yeah, because we still didn't have a name for the podcast yet. We just knew we were going to record it within you know a few weeks. And goddamn it, he sends me back this picture. At the bottom of it, he just put this little tab over it and typed over it. Death Cakes Podcast with Jay and Illy. I said, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If we don't come up with a better name, that's it right there. <laughs> and the thing was, the more we kept saying it, though, the more it just sounded like a thing. We decided to go with it. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, well, who's going to listen to a retro podcast called Death Cake? It's like, well, first of all, what's a Destructoid? A Destructoid is nothing, but it has a brand, has a following, you know? Death Cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Even- and I think, I think you know, we originally had this hosted on uh, Podomatic. I think honestly, because our first episode like had like just tons of hits for like no apparent reason, you know what I'm saying? That's back when they had the stat trackers of like you know we don't have that anymore because we're not on Podomatic, but um you know, but like the stat this was showing like like it, it was crazy. It was like we were like number one in the, or in the top ten on the little uh in their like TV and film category or whatever category we were using. Yeah. Like, off our first episode, we couldn't figure out why, and I'm like, you know what? I'm wondering if people are going through, going through the, going through the listings on Podomatic, seeing Death Cakes podcast, and be like, huh, what is, what is that? And then downloading it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, cause I did do a search before, you know, we went forward, and I couldn't find any podcast called Death Cakes. I found a, a, a band. I don't know if they were, a, I, I didn't listen to the music. So I don't know if it was like a metal band or what, but there was there's a metal band called Death Cake, no S at the end. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. We're, we're, we're yeah. fine, I think. <laughs> yeah, and so then he went through just like uh, parking that, uh, you know, the original uh, handle, which is uh, we still use on Twitter, just because you know we didn't want to change it, but. Uh, you know, it's at Death Cakes Pod. You know, everything other than the Facebook page, you know, which is Death Cakes Podcast. You know, everything was at Death Cakes Pod. You know, wherever it was. Yeah. So when you know, park that uh, that username on pretty much anything we could find, and the rest is history. Yeah, and here we are, two years later, still going strong. Yeah, and and one thing I also just want to say, you know, we signed off on this episode. Um, you know, I think you just you, you, you well you'll, you'll hear how 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 Jay signs off and how I sign off, and I think all I just said was eh, see you. 
whatever you know we just kind of ended it right there uh i think beginning with the next episode and going forward is when i just started going on with the see ya and that became like kind of my thing which became our thing yeah and that's just how we do yeah yeah kind of like the hey hey that i always start with exactly I, I mean honestly i was gonna go the full three haze but i didn't want to get sued <laughs> by by mr cosby so i i always stop yeah well two. you know he might he might need some money yeah right i know right now i know but um anyway that has been our our uh, developer diary uh going over our pilot episode that is why yes. we're called death cakes you know we're still here we're still going strong um yep. stay tuned <laughs> next month because uh here goes our our summer movie block begins this time yes. it's gonna have a little bit of pulp in it yeah and you know i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna give you a clue right now to what we're we're what movie we're gonna be talking about first and I just gotta say that I started it the other day and I would dude the opening credits already had me like oh what the fuck did I just get myself into (laughs) (laughs) oh we're gonna have to man hey we're gonna have to use that entire theme music in that episode oh we are right now we are don't worry wow (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah stay tuned next month for our pulpy movie thing that we don't have a name for yet (laughs) (laughs) so uh i won't say it we'll let our ourselves from two years ago say it folks till next time all right y'all keep it clean see ya see ya mommy wow i'm a big kid now
the arcade that spent a lot of quarters. She learning how to read, so I take her to her borders. Indeed, when I get her home, she be like, Mommy, what? Rushing to my crib to turn on my Genesis. Playing Live 95, the Bulls against the Knicks. Ride for my squad, the game is so intense. The Christy Mini Bully, goddamn, he going in. Yo, bro, it's nothing better than Sega. I love Street Fighter, my favorite character, Vega. You don't want to fight, you better go get your weight up. Cause after I trash you, I know you gon' turn your head up. Sonic on my Sega getting big rings. Got big dreams. Competition chasing me like Tom. Cause I hustle like Jerry getting that big cheese. I'm eating Lucky Charm sitting on the couch chilling. Looking up at the ceiling wishing I had a million dollars to spend. I probably sin. But I'd never have financial aid problems again. Look, I just want to stay young forever. Forever, ever. Mind forever clever. Money forever mega. Feelings forever better. System forever Sega. And this chick forever Stella. I'll probably never get her. But love Kuwait. Till then I'm dropping bomb verses like an Iraqi MiG flying above Kuwait. <laughs> and if you ain't heard of Richie, you late. No pull-up draws. I just hop on the track and defecate. Since the 80s, so no need to think that I'ma stop. Interview at 9 o'clock, tired from the night before. Up all night on 804, trying to get the highest score. Catch me at the Comic Con, spy passing all the lines. Copping the exclusive jaws right before they all gone. Running around in Best Buy, see a shorty on the stick. Swip them up in Street Fighter, you don't want none of this. Run the mind, need a hug, spin kicks, fireballs. I'ma teach you how to stunt, just listen to Megan Doug. Hell, it's on the East Coast, never needed cheat codes. Want me to the top? His games easily, I beat those. Closet full of black tees, usually a reference to something from my childhood that these lanes will never get. I got a job at Toys R Us, better than a paper route. But the only problem was my paycheck never made it out. Still 